Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. I want to talk with you about the conscience. You know, the conscience is defined as the inner judge of moral issues. It is also defined as inwardly sensible or awake to something. Um, you know, conscience is, um, you know, we are to have an awakened consciousness. We are uh, to realize um, uh, a fact or a truth or a condition. This is what happens when our conscience is awakened, that we do um, have a realization of facts, of truth, or of condition of things. Our conscience is a gift from God, and it serves as a guide in the affairs of our life. Our conscience is to be awakened to the truth and the leading of the precious Holy Spirit. Our conscience is so important to our character and conduct that the Word of God has given us instruction and insight regarding the conscience. I was surprised when I began to study out this issue um, and in this study on the conscience. The Word of God describes our conscience really in five ways, either good, pure, evil, defiled, or seared. Of course, we know as Christians that our conscience should be good and pure. So let's first look at the context of Scripture regarding the evil, the defiled, or the seared conscience. I always like to get the negative out of the way and end with the positive. Regarding the evil conscience, Hebrew 10.22 instructs us to draw near, it says, with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our, our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. This is a beautiful scripture and gives us a fourfold picture and description of being spiritually fit and spiritually groomed. First, we are to draw near unto God if we are ever to discern between an evil conscience and a good conscience. It first must begin with us drawing near to God. This is the believer's blood-bought privilege. We can, beloved, draw near to God because of Jesus and his precious blood shed for you and shed for me. We now, beloved, have the right to draw near to God. Provision has been made for us to enter the Holy of the Holies. And because of that blood that dripped and dropped upon the ground for you and for me, we can now have a true heart when approaching God the Father. As you read the Old Testament and the stories of the Israelites, many times you find that they drew near to God with their mouth and honored him with their lips. But their heart, uh, as recorded in Matthew 15:8, was far from him. God is not interested, my friend, in fair-weather Christians. He wants us to draw near him with a true and with a sincere heart. When our hearts are sincere, we then can draw near in full assurance of faith. Faith in the promises of God and the work of Jesus Christ on the cross. We have a gracious acceptance into God's presence. And all of these, drawing near with a true heart and in faith, is possible because our hearts have been sprinkled 
by the blood through the new birth. When we trust Christ as our Savior, we appropriate the value of what he did for us and the value of his bloodshed. Picture for a moment that just as the Israelites sprinkled their doorpost with the blood of the Passover lamb, we can sprinkle our hearts with the blood of Jesus by accepting all that he has done for us, and we then can be delivered from an evil conscience. One great saint has said, Conscience conscience now no more condemns us, for his own most precious blood once for all has washed and cleansed cleansed us cleansed us is the eyes cleansed us in the eyes of god you beloved no longer have an evil conscience when you accept and trust and allow the jesus to be lord of your life our bodies are washed and pure our body represents our lives and the pure water spoken of here in hebrews 10:22 refers to the holy spirit using god's word to daily cleanse us from defilement of the world and we are cleansed once and for all from the guilt of sin by the death of Christ and be delivered and can be delivered from an evil conscience. An evil conscience is not present in the born again believer who places their trust once and for all in Jesus Christ. Now regarding the defiled conscience, Paul gives us instruction to be sensitive to our conscience. When he was instructing the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 8 about eating things being offered to idols, he says, however, there is not in everyone that knowledge for some with consciousness of the idol until now eat it as a thing offered to an idol and their conscience being weak is defiled Paul begins chapter 8 by saying that knowledge puffs up but love builds up sometimes knowing a thing but not knowing we are at liberty in that thing can defile us and make us have a guilty conscience when Paul wrote this text new converts did not understand the liberty that they had in Christ having come from backgrounds of idolatry and being used to idol worship they thought they were committing adultery idolatry when they ate meat that had been offered to an idol Paul says Food does not commend us to God, for neither if we eat are we the better, nor if we do not eat are we the worse. But a committed, even now, a committed, uh, or I'm sorry, a converted Jew, even now, might feel it is wrong to eat pork. Or, and Paul is saying, if your conscience condemns you in certain areas, even in what you eat, don't eat it. Christ has given us much liberty, but until we understand our liberty and walk not only in the knowledge of our liberty and walk with love in it, our conscience can become defiled and we can cause others to stumble because of our weak conscience. Beloved, we are to stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free and not be entangled again in bondages. If something condemns us, we should pray about it, search it out in the Word of God, and know that we know what God says about it, and don't let your conscience be defiled by condemnation in what you are allowing. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments, 
or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636. For 60 years, Crowder College has been empowering students to soar to new heights. From agriculture to education, to business, sports, and the newest technologies, Crowder always has something interesting going on. I'm Adam Winkler of KNEO Radio. Join me each week as I talk to a different person from Crowder College about what's been happening and what's coming up next. It's the insider's guide to all things Crowder. Subscribe today to the This Week in Crowder College podcast, available from the Sky High Podcast Network.